like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host. Hello, everyone. I am Karin Weary, and this is Shift Happens. And the shift that we are making today is something else. Let me tell you what <laughs> Uh, let me tell you a little bit about how this little fun beginning happened. <laughs> I was actually at my office and uh, doing some work there and realized that I had left my microphone at home. So I was doing a live show at one o'clock on another Facebook page and then realized, you know what, I have enough time to run home and so that I'll have the microphone because it sounds so much better with the microphone. And I uh, get home and I'm rushing and I uh, uh, don't understand why I can't get online. I can't get online. I can't. What happened here? So I find out that my internet router has been unplugged. And, <laughs> and so you know how long it takes to reboot that internet. And here we are. But I did not want to let you guys have a rerun because my guest today, she is super special and specifically for this time. Um, I don't, I can't remember if I mentioned on here, I started on March 28th, a 30 day meditation challenge uh, because of the things that are going on right now. I know a lot of people, they're running on fear and anxiety and this, that, and the other. And, and we know how being in that state is is something that breaks our body down. In fact, we know there's plenty of research that shows how chronic high levels of stress is truly 80 to 90% of the cause of chronic illnesses. And so now add on all of the uncertainty that's going on with the coronavirus and this, that, and the other. Now people who already are in that state or maybe weren't in that state, maybe in that state. And uh, I want to do my part to help people get out of that state and shift, make shift happen, right? That's what we do on the show. Shift over into some space that's going to be much better for your mental health and for your physical health and your spiritual health. Because, again, I, I like to go from research. There is research that shows. And I was actually on my way to my office today. I was, I'm an essential, just so y'all know. <laughs> so uh, I had the license to uh, go to my office. But um, just want to put that out there. And that I was listening to Dr. Joe Dispenza on my way to work today. And, um, and he was talking about if you spend 10 minutes three times a day, focus in the space of love that you will boost your immune system by 50%. So this stuff is super powerful. And when I was talking about my 30 day meditation challenge, certain days, Mur Demarmian, who is my wonderful guest today, she joins me with her amazing sound healing. So Mur. Welcome, and thank you for your patience. <laughs> Never a dull moment on planet Earth, you know, <laughs> especially right now. <laughs> Seriously. We, we roll with it, right? 
having done a Voice America radio show, I totally understand what that's like. <laughs> totally uh, got it. And here we are laughing. We're we having are. a good time. Yes. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about, you know, your background and how you found this beautiful space of sound healing. It's a kind of an interesting journey. I grew up in a very mainstream, small family, went to private Catholic schools, and but I always had this edge of knowing other stuff. Yeah. Somehow, I just yeah. knew. So I went through a very mainstream adult life, and then I was in, um, I was actually in um, landmark education. Ah. And so right at the time when September 11th happened, oh. and I went into a very deep depression, and I was working at a job um, that I really shouldn't have gotten. Mm. But about one month after September 11th, I met my Usui Reiki teacher there. Ah. And so that began the journey into energy. And then a month, about a year later, I ended up going to Mount Shasta. Oh, wow. And I was, inter- I was at a conference there, and one of my mentors, Randy Masters, who is an amazing sound um, teacher and, you know, explorer, he was doing a talk, and he was playing a tuning fork, and he played a tuning fork of Sirius B, and I left my body. Wow. And I went out into the cosmos and literally became part of the energy. And I had the experience of being an active part of the cosmos and the cosmos was not still. That's how it created was through sound. Wow. And I had some other experiences, but that was the gist of it. And when I came back, I knew what I was supposed to do. Yeah. And I started studying everything that I could get my hands on. Yeah. And started just showing up at um, metaphysical fairs and begging a conference room. And people would show up and I would sing to them. Yeah. And they would be like, they would be out. Yeah. And they'd come back and go, what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> so fast forward, I started playing with some bowls. I got one or two at a time and, and just went on. But over the years, I've served as that as a sound and energy practitioner and teacher. And that's really my love um, and the core of whatever I do. Yeah. So I'm kind of segueing into something new, but other than that, it's going to be part of it always is. Oh yeah. You could, after an experience like that, you couldn't not incorporate that. (laughs) No. And you know, what's weird is every time I go back and think about that, it's like, I'm right there. I feel it. I'm Mm -hmm. right there being held by the universe. I mean, it was just incredible. Wow. So that's an experience you can ride on for the rest of your life, huh? Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the beautiful thing is that the brain doesn't know the difference between something you're bringing up in your mind versus something that's actually happening. So that experience is happening over and over again every time you think of it. Right? Yeah. Right. It's So. so powerful. You do have a beautiful voice because you, you. you were doing voice uh, Saturday, Sunday, mm-hmm. whichever Sunday. day. Yeah, Sunday. And uh, so I got to hear Murr's voice and, and it's beautiful. You don't want to hear me like that, but. 
Anybody can make sound. Anybody can make healing sound. I can make sound, yes. It's just not going to sound like MERS does. Thank you. So I am really fascinated because I've read a little bit about sound healing and, and, mm-hmm. and some of the experiments that they've done. And, and, you know, it makes sense to me because everything that's life is is frequency and vibration and uh some of the things you know that i read was of course different organs have different vibrations and when one organ is sick and i don't you know then it has a different vibration and then that they could do when you find the right vibration to go to that then that could Mm -hmm. help it heal tell me a little bit about you know there are a lot of um there are a lot of uh, tuning forks specifically, like the solfeggio scale is tuned to our body. Um, the solfeggio scale was originally, if you think of the Gregorian chants, mm-hmm. that's the tuning. But there's one in that set. Um, it's CDEFGA, um, which is the traditional solfeggio. And then they will go to B, uh, CDEFGAB and adding to higher notes, a higher octave. And they correspond with each of the chakras, but they also correspond to different things. Um, for example, one of my favorite things to use is the 528 hertz. And that's known as the, um, the miracle tone. Mm. And it's the heart. And so, yes. you know, it, that, so that's one aspect. And my mentor, Randy Masters, makes amazing tuning forks. He just made me an entire set of the Divine Feminine, of the Sri Yantra. And so I'm having, I have like all these tools to play with, yeah. with my bowls. But um, there are a lot of um, medically based, um, sound-based um, tunings. Um, protocols that you can use. I'm trying to remember the name. Um, Cymatics. Mm. Um, I know a woman who um, has created a machine and she's using it very successfully with kids with autism, with adults with Alzheimer's and dementia and, you know, a number of things. And then you, there's on the other spectrum of the meditation, the chant, the chanting, the Vedas, the um, the Sanskrit words for each one of the chakras, and how powerful that is, and because those syllables are encoded, mm-hmm. they are encoded with that sound, and regardless of what you use, um, what I do know that when you are in that sweet spot, and you use sound in the right way with love and intention it goes it communicates with your cells it communicates with your dna and Mm -hmm. it can if you believe it you know it will it will bring you back to wholeness it may be just emotional but heck that's the start you know that's the start absolutely yeah 
and and the, the emotional i mean it, it's all connected you know it your is. thought creates an emotion which creates the neurotoxin no i don't know why i always end up saying neurotoxins the neurotransmitters right that- <laughs> well then there's the neurotoxins too yeah. yeah when you think of all the bad stuff you know that's right? the neurotoxins that that happen you know and it all builds and that those are cells does this you know and how they replicate and all that so i'm just absolutely fascinated by this so so um, so you do you use it mostly with in meditations or how do you when you work with people? Oh, you know, I do one on ones. I do um, something that I call resonant retuning or excuse me, two different things, resonant restructuring, where I'm actually mm-hmm. um, going. I'm their guide as they go deep into um, memories and experiences and things that they haven't been able to unravel. Mm. And we have a dialogue and I actually connect with, um, you could call it the Akashic records, mm-hmm. but it's beyond the Akashic records. It's like soul dialoguing, mm. but I also use sound and I will engage people to make sounds, mm-hmm. the sound of what they're feeling, the sound of the emotion, um, that's one way. I also lead very large sacred sound immersions, um, which are really fun where people just come and receive, but they're very interactive. Um, Hmm. I make them, I make people engage. (laughs) Whereas you just lay there passively. No, it's, it's better if you sound into your body, what you're feeling right now. Um, I also do resonant retuning where I use tuning forks on individuals' bodies in specific places that kind of show up and, uh, you know, whatever shows up. And I also teach too. Mm -hmm. I teach classes, Mm. workshops. Yeah, on how sound works or? Yeah, the basics all the way up through um, the resonant restructuring and the resonant retuning. Okay. Yeah. So the resonant restructuring, you're literally changing the structure? Helping people change the structure of their beliefs, you know, helping Mm -hmm. them change their beliefs and the energy that is attached to that. That's the whole thing. Right. You know, so that they can expand their presence and expand from where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And like, um, like I'm, I'm taking another, um, workshop with a woman right now. And she talks about how you um, operate at the level of destiny, where you are connected so fully with the creative force, with the divine universe, that you are aligned with your destiny. Mm, wow. That is the hope and the prayer for everyone to experience yeah. that. Yeah. Imagine what a world would be with that. Uh, well, that's what we're working on, right, Mark? Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> I think that's one of the reasons why this virus is happening right now to give us time to pause. Yeah. And really get our priorities straight. This is one of my biggest pieces that I always talk about is that people are so distracted and they do not want to focus in. No, because it's hard. Yeah, it's hard and nobody has learned how to deal with this and this is where i came up with emotional constipation because we we repress and put away and neglect and distract from our entire lives that there's all this backup and um so yeah i I absolutely believe and i know in my soul that that we need we must have time to stop and reflect 
And and so, Mer, when you were talking about how you have people sound what it is that their body feels like, is that kind of like allowing the release yeah. of what's stuck in the body? Well, I, I think I think I asked them a question, what are you feeling right now? Mm-hmm. You know, that's my biggest question for people. What are you feeling right now? Can you embrace it? Mm-hmm. Can you love it? Mm-hmm. If you can at least embrace it and be with it and see what it has to share with you about where you might be out of alignment or believing something that's not the truth or feeling something that is just a feeling and not doesn't mean anything except in the moment, um, then individuals can um, tap into the sound of what that feels like and where they're feeling it in their body. And if you can sound into that place, it just kind of goes. Yeah. It's very cool. Yeah, yeah. It's like the next step of, of what I do, because I'm always having people, where in your body do you feel? Where in your body do you feel it? And at first, when I first ask that question, they're like, what? Right, <laughs> I usually have to exactly. repeat it two three times. Like, what do I feel in my body? That, that's a whole foreign concept. Well, and what does it remind you of? Does it remind you of something that happened way before now? Exactly. That is being triggered. Yep. And maybe that's what you need to focus on. Yep. Because when you dismantle that it just kind of goes all the way yeah it it's it's like you're doing you're doing a different form of emdr <laughs> yeah sort of <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> different ways of, of going about it and it's beautiful yeah. that there that there are multiple ways you know to uh, to get to this and and really resolve it because otherwise the way it's stored the body thinks it's happening right now mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if it was 30 years ago 40 right. years ago 50 years ago the way it's stored dysfunctionally in the body it's happening right now and this exactly. is why people have the kinds of emotional pains that they do that they want to distract from but the more you distract the more it stays well and from my experience i had a pretty tricky childhood Mm. I had a lot of like sexual abuse, emotional abuse and bullying. So I had a whole bunch of stuff yeah. to work through. Yeah. And when you go to two therapists and one tells you one, honey, just get over it and go on. Yeah. <laughs> and the okay. other one falls asleep during your session. It's oh, time to good. find a different intervention. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, well, definitely weren't the right therapist. So oh, right. <laughs> But different adventure. By then, you're you, you're over it, huh? Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm Moving so on. sorry you had that oh, experience. It's you know what? Everything that happens, I look at as yeah. a great teacher. Right. I really do. I really, really, really do. Because you I may go sound- kicking and screaming, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And when you get to that place where you can embrace it, that okay, this got me this. Didn't feel good at the time, but it got me here, and here is really good. And sometimes that knowledge doesn't show up for a while. Right. And then you go, oh, that's what that was about. Yes. <laughs> you have to get far enough out mm-hmm. that this has become more of the norm. It's kind of like I was using the analogy today with one of my clients that, you know, it's just like your kids. You see them every day. You don't notice that they grow, but other people who haven't seen them, it's like, oh, you've grown so much. And it's the same way with us. With yeah, that. yeah. 
Yeah. And I'm very vocal about my, my experience because I think it's, it's important. I was in part of a women's group in Boulder when I lived there. We had um, 150 members mm. and 125 of them had been sexually abused. Oh, it's rampant. It is. And so we need to really raise awareness of this and that there are tools. Yeah. yeah there are absolutely. lots of tools. Lots of tools. You do not have to be stuck in that pain no. and what happened to you. It, there is a whole other reality and norm that mm-hmm. can become your norm that feels good, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And so how long would you say your journey was from the beginning to where you started to f- come to this place where there is light? <laughs> Well, I was totally out of control in my early adulthood. Yeah. And um, it was really in, and, and it was compounded by the fact that I didn't have any memory, just mm. flashes of memory. Yeah. yeah. And um, just a deep sense of unsafety. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was in um, 2010. Mm. Okay. When I started studying Reiki. Yeah, I started delving into this. Actually, I was in Landmark and I stood up in front of 150 of my classmates and told my story for the first time. Wow. And I saw the power of commonality because half of the audience was sobbing. Yeah. There was a young guy in the front, in the front row with his head in his hands just sobbing. And I had people come up and thank me for sharing that. And it's like, I think that happened to me. I think that happened to me. Yeah. So, so what you do when you tell your story, Murr, is that you are destigmatizing that Mm -hmm. because people carry that, that shame and, and it festers and Mm -hmm. is toxic. And Mm -hmm. when we have people who have the courage to come out and, and, share their stories it releases the shame from it does it Mm -hmm. does especially when you have a powerful ending to it yes and tools very cool tools (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah exactly yeah you know and it's powerful when you have somebody walk in and they're anxiety ridden coming in and you know 45 50 minutes later they walk out and the weight has been taken off of them and they feel at calm and at peace and and i have that with emdr and and, and Mm -hmm. you know you have that with the sound i had emdr too and i and i had a similar experience but the sound has been i mean that's just kind of my my that's my medicine yeah, it really is. Yeah. Everybody has their medicine. Exactly. So exactly, and you know, one of that's one of the things why I'm so glad that you're joining me in, in these uh, certain days during this 30 day meditation because you know I can feel the vibration, you know, from the sound during the uh, meditation. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like it goes right through you and vib- mm-hmm. reverberates through you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Very calming and soothing. Mm-hmm. I brought my bowl. Oh, can we have a little sound taste? Do you want me to do that right now? I would love you it. Want, okay. Let's do it. Mm. 
I mean, because there's nothing like, we can talk about it, but there's nothing like hearing it and experiencing it. Not now. It went away. I think the resonance of the bowls. There. Okay. Kind of comes and goes. The resonance of the bowls, um, it takes a special microphone to really mic these. Mm. Yeah, here we go. It was very soothing. I kind of felt like it was wrapping around me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is one yeah. of my favorites. And each bowl, it, what does it have a certain hertz or frequency? This is a D. This is a D. So it's trying to remember in the solfeggio scale what the hertz is. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think it might be 963. But it is, um, it is, you know, in the in the main scale, it's the second note. Okay. There you go. C D E F G A B. Okay. In that scale. So. And so, because uh, I've been uh, in, to a couple of the crystal bowl um, circles where <laughs> uh, each bowl, she was saying each bowl kind of corresponded to different chakras. This corresponds to the sacral, which okay. is your second chakra. And it is actually sexual energy, believe mm-hmm. it or not. It's um, creation. It's um, safety, mm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's, that's a really good one right now mm-hmm. because a lot of people are not feeling safe. And, right. You know? whether it's exactly. they're afraid of the virus or they're afraid of their financial situation or both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what would you say are some things right now during a situation like this where people, you know, are, are their lives have been interrupted, disrupted, and uh, they're in that state of unknown, which we don't like as human beings. Right. <laughs> what would you say are some things that they can do? There are a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of my favorite ones is earthing and going outside and walking barefoot in the grass yeah. and just standing. And if you can visualize your energy just all the way down your body and out your feet and all the way into the earth, mm-hmm. let, your, let your toes grow roots mm-hmm. and go all the way down into the core. And if you're not feeling safe, just dump those feelings into the earth and just connect because there's a scientific reason besides this as well. It, it um, does something with our electrolytes or, or, and energy that reconnecting to that. The other thing is meditation or just being quiet Mm -hmm. um, sound Mm -hmm. 
You know, there are a lot of YouTube um, sound things that you can listen to. Meditative Mind is one of my favorites. Hmm. I do a lot of yoga to that. And it's repetitive. You can play it up to like three hours. They have three hour long um, sound bites. Um, The other thing is um, walking. Mm -hmm. You know, walking. um, What else? Um, Meditation. Oh, movement and dance. Meditative dance. It's my favorite. Meditative Mm -hmm. movement is just going into a place and dancing your emotions. And also sounding. You can do vocal sounding. Um, you can do that practice where you're laying down and just sound into your body where you feel fear or anxiety and just see, you know, as you're sounding, just let it, just let it go. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I find that many times it's a, a lot of people, they resist that piece of letting it go it's it's like but no but this is going on and if i let go of my fear and anxiety that means that i'm burying my head in the ground or (laughs) or you know what do i do if i don't have my fear and anxiety the fear and anxiety is an emotion yeah an emotion is not real right it's manufactured by our fight or flight part of our brain and we don't we, we can, I know it's hard to do sometimes, we can choose what we listen to yeah. and what we believe. But really, if you can, Joe Dispenza talks about this. Yeah. He talks about if you can get out of that loop long enough, it will stop showing up. Exactly. But the other part of it too is connecting with your knowing certainty that you are a part of life, you are fully supported, and everything is okay. Mm-hmm. We haven't always had that kind of reassurance from the time we were kids all the way up because we're running the programs that our parents ran. Exactly. You know, and that's exactly. what we learned. So unraveling that takes diligence, it takes time. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, like having to reprogram yourself. Exactly. Yeah, because that programming that we're running on uh, was created between the age of zero and six or seven years old. Mm-hmm. And from there on, 95% of our behaviors and thinking is on autopilot, which is really scary. So yeah, like you said, Mar, when you become aware and decide, you know, what? maybe take another look at what's going on here, because... Mm-hmm all these belief systems that we have and this white noise that we have going on is, is not, it's not yours. You got it from somewhere else. Somebody else programmed it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think too, we're, we're, when we are in fear and anxiety, we're half out of our bodies anyway. Oh yeah. I mean, we just kind of go because we don't want to list. We don't want to feel it. We're like, Oh no, can't deal with it. But what if we closed our eyes and breathed and just embraced it. Yeah. Just gave it a hug and just held it and asked it, what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. Because there's, it's a teacher. Everything in our world is a teacher. 
Yes. This COVID is a huge teacher. Yeah. Yeah. And we can decide if we're going to, you know, pick something from it that we can grow from, mm-hmm. or if we're going to keep our head buried in the ground in the fear mode. Or even just keep on in our safe little bubble. You know, mm-hmm. are we just, are we really fulfilling what we truly want to do? Mm. Are we really, I mean, if that's your thing, are we really, really fulfilling why we're here and what we're supposed to offer to the yeah. earth and to, to people? Yeah. Are we here to be of service? Yeah. Because really, essentially we are, we're here to be of service to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and when you're, when you know that you're, you're in that space of being of service, uh, then you, your life is purpose and meaning and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and doors and, open. Yeah. Yeah. Doors open. Yeah. They say, go here, <laughs> no, <laughs> go here, <laughs> talk <Yeah>. to them. <laughs> kind of reminds me of the Celestine prophecy. Right. Oh my gosh. It's been forever since I read that. Book. I know me too. <laughs> I found the books the other day when I was unpacking a box of books. It's like, Oh, Celestine yeah. prophecy. Uh-huh. So, so it just feels good to say it, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. Because really it is. I mean, why, why would we be separate right. from everyone? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so how can we help other people who might be struggling emotionally? I mean, what kinds of things to say what not to say? Well, personally, I hate it when people give me advice. Uh-huh. Oh, just do this, just do that. And they're well-meaning, mm. but really just empowering people to, to be um, okay with where they're at. And it's, it's easy to do. Just, um, you know, ask them, ask them, what are you feeling? Mm-hmm. What are you feeling? listen and listen yeah let them talk let them talk and and just be with them yeah that's probably the biggest thing is just being with them and holding space and then say is there anything i can do for you mm-hmm. yeah and if they're looking for tools ideas or suggestions then they'll ask yeah exactly but going into fix it mode is hugely annoying <laughs> <laughs> Some people like it. <laughs> yeah, most people that I hear and talk with uh, don't like it. They, they're not a fan. They're like, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Well, and and it's also that is a lot. Also, uh, people's go-to mode, you know, is they, uh, they they don't know what else to do, and it to them, I think it many times just listening feels as though. They're not doing anything. Yeah. Well, and sometimes I think that what somebody is sharing with you might tweak you. And so you go into the brain loop of, oh, how am I going to fix this? Right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And many times just being able to say what's going on and kind of do a verbal dump uh, mm-hmm. is, is exactly what's needed, you know, just mm-hmm. to be heard. I mean, that's one of the things that every human being wants and needs mm-hmm. is to be heard and validated. And just saying, how can I help? 
Mm -hmm. How can I help you? Yeah. Yeah. Because you never know. I mean, you might have been thinking in one direction and then they give you something totally different. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Left feel. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So um, I'd like to go um, a little bit more into the uh, science. I love the science, but uh, some of I know you do. (laughs) (laughs) I just I'm just so fascinated, you know. So when you're talking about the um, the resonance, resonant restructuring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can can you kind of give a little bit more on that? Just a little bit. <laughs> Satisfy well, my curiosity. This goes back to all of the different modalities that I studied. Ah. Uh-huh. You know, and um, some of them were very shamanic, um, and some were um, like the Kashik records reading. Mm-hmm. Now I have, I've changed my how I see the Akashic records um, as far as how they, how some of the practitioners actually do the readings, because really the Akashic records is a receptacle for everything. Mm. And it's attached to the here and now it's also past, present, future. Mm-hmm. Um, so that when I'm, when I'm working with someone who is going in a loop Let's use that as an example. They keep recreating the same thing over and over and over. Mm. I will take them into the place within them where that resides. What tweaks you that causes you to do that instead of choosing something else? And a lot of times, you know, it's a reaction based on something that happened a way long time ago. Mm -hmm. And... I will ask them to see if they can figure out, go way back to, fi- to figure out what they're experiencing. And sometimes it's just a matter of um, bringing the individual into their consciousness or the experience into their consciousness and completing it, mm-hmm. having a conversation with the individual or the experience that allows that completion Mm -hmm. and then that it will at least partially shift is my experience sometimes there are underlying things that you can't get to because there's something underneath that and something underneath that and (laughs) in ad finatum but um so that's really what um that's part of it the other thing is um guiding the individual to really get in tune with their body and where they're feeling the experience and the progression of what happens when something happens and you start to feel this and then what happens. Mm -hmm. So it's that guided progression of how they move from here to there Mm -hmm. that creates the loop. And, and one of the things, the reason why that needs to happen is because trauma is 
is stored in a fractured manner. Mm-hmm. So it's all these bits and pieces, kind of like you were talking about, you didn't have any memory of your past other than flashes. That's that fragmentation. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like what you're doing is you're helping them piece those pieces together. So, so that they're not fragmented. Yes. And, you know, I'm not a therapist and I don't claim to be, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I just know what I know. Yep. And I don't work with individuals who do not, who have, who have had trauma of mm-hmm. some sort and have not had professional intervention. Mm-hmm. It just will not, because I know enough that that can really set a person off. If mm-hmm. um, So that's a major caveat of mine is that right. you have to have had, you know, professional intervention. Right. Um, you know who Gabor Mate is? No. Okay, he's a he's a he's a doctor. He experienced horrendous childhood abuse, and he is now like a researcher on trauma, and just amazing um, individual. But he wrote a book that talks about. It's called "The Body Bears the Burden," ah. and it's profound. It talks about the body-mind connection Mm -hmm. and why it's so important to just be present, Yeah, you know, in your body when you're doing this work. So absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like the counter to um, Bessel van der Kolk. uh, Yes. Yeah. The body. Did he write that? Oh, the body keeps score. Okay. Body keeps keep score. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, uh, because I had a little discombobbled uh, beginning here, rushing around and internet unplugged and all that good stuff, I did not get to really do an intro. And I want to make uh, make this, make it right for Mer because she's <laughs> amazing. So let me, so that you really get to know uh, the official side of Mer. <laughs> She she is a vibrational alchemist and teacher who works with sacred sound and energy to experience deeper well-being. This work has had many expressions over the past 20 years. Group sacred sounds immersions, live and Zoom sounds, and energy workshops, women's healing retreats, women's empowerment is the focus of her new endeavor, Paradigm uh, Alchemy Invincible Wise Women. Through Zoom workshops, private sessions, and deep dive retreats, these offerings focus on supporting women to resolve lingering self-esteem issues from adversity. Murph is finishing up an e-workbook, The Five Life Passages of Transformation, How to Embrace and Move Powerfully Through Challenges and Adversities, uh, which draws upon her own journey through childhood trauma. The e-book will be available in June of 2020, and she is a companion to her women's focused, uh, that the book is a companion to her women's focused workshop. Murr currently lives outside of Asheville, North Carolina. So Murr, uh, tell us a little bit about, um, you know, your, some of your new endeavors and uh, what, how we can reach you. Sure. Um, well, the, the, I started actually Paradigm Alchemy, Dot com is my website, my new website mm-hmm. for the work with the women. I'm still going to be doing the sound and the energy, yeah. but I'm also integrating that in with the work with women. Sure. Um, this has been evolving over the last five years when I found uh, more and more individuals who are attending were women, mm. attending my workshops, attending the, 
immersions. Um, and so that's really how that evolved. Um, you guys can reach me. You guys, you people, beautiful people out there can reach me. I have two websites, paradigmalchemy.com. I also have creativedivinestudios.com, both available. You can email me at invincible at paradigmalchemy.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Paradigm Alchemy. I'm Creative Divine. And I'm um, YouTube. And you can join us on Insights Counseling Center. Yes. Night in our meditation, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And with that, we are closing out. We want you to go ahead and make shift happen in your life. Go out there and shine your unique, beautiful selves because the world needs your special talent. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karen Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and Jessica Durrell for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.